Hey everyone, it's me, and welcome back to this week's episode of my Best Vintage Life podcast, joined by my co-host, Art Bazarkanian. Hi, Hi, Art. Hi, guys. Oh, hi. How are you? I'm good. How you doing? Doing good. I am the creative director of Baz Brothers Unlimited, a vintage wholesaler based in Fresno and Los Angeles, California, and Art is... Art is... Not very creative, I guess. <laughs> no, Not you're a great supposed to director. talk about your <laughs> yeah. title. So in case there's new people listening. Oh, I am the president and And CEO. CEO. Okay. And warehouse manager and go get snacks for everybody guy. (laughs) So when was the last time you got snacks? Last week. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, they're they're not your (coughs) type of snack, but uh, excuse me. (laughs) Art is not drinking this episode. I'm the only one drinking. I'd like to give a shout out to our friend, Irena Basta. Kennedy, uh, for a lovely bottle of natural wine from Geyserville, California. It is a Polish name, Ruth Lewandowski. Thank you, Raina. Thank you, Raina. I think this is the second one we've had, and it's very, very yummy. So I am enjoying a glass of wine. It doesn't even look like wine. I know. It looks very nice. Like Those natural wines open up so much easier, too. What do you mean? The corks. Oh, the corks. Yeah. I thought you're talking about like this bouquet of flavor oh, that just no. opens up. I'm God, like, no. oh, no, no. I'm, I'm not. You're talking to the wrong guy. <laughs> oh, no. I mean, yeah, here and there for me, but no, I just, it's a very nice glass of wine. So we are talking about Japan today. Yeah, it's kind of cool. I'm, I'm, there seems like there was a lot of interest <laughs> in it. What? What? Why are you laughing, man? <laughs> Here we go again. It was your you idea. This, what? Yeah. Uh, I just suggested it, and you yeah. did your so, polling. Yeah, so this is actually an Maybe audience. that's why I like it so like much. I'm like, oh, this is brilliant. I like, <laughs> I like to call this an audience participation episode because I did the question sticker in Instagram stories and Does actually got some... everybody get a good behavior sticker, teacher? No. I did a participation behavior. It's just called a sticker. That's what it's called. It's oh. the question sticker. And uh, I got a lot of feedback and the questions. And I did little teasers. Um, but I, I'm just going to start reading them in any particular order. Okay, so this was from last week. Well, can we get some background? Yes, Art. Oh, sure. Uh, I'm sorry. So, yeah, you know what? Like, you're right. You're right. About, okay. Yeah. Uh, J- our Japanese clients. No, no. Like, how did you even meet Japanese? How did this business sure. even become about? I'm going well, to sit Bridget. back and have a sip of yeah, wine. <laughs> exactly. So, like a lot of you know, back in uh, 96, 97, when I first started just selling randomly, and I wasn't so much trying to sell vintage. I was just trying to sell anything I could to make some money and survive. And it just so happened, I happened to see people at the Rose Bowl flea market who were selling very well, Nikes and a whole bunch of denim. And that instead of me, who was trying to sell baseball cards and junk from the house. Yeah, and you did well with that. Don't downplay that. Yeah, it paid bills, but I'm saying it wasn't like, you know, I didn't say, oh, my target is Japanese and this. So anyway, so I just sold at flea markets and the flea markets at the time were dominated by Japanese people. And that's who was buying and they were buying aggressively. So I didn't have a warehouse. I didn't have uh, really any storage. It's just I saw what they were buying and slowly started buying similar things that I thought that they would be interested in. And so things, you know, fast forward, uh, ended up borrowing a garage 
from somebody and it was now going thrifting and, and being more aggressive about accumulating things. And the market at the time was still like two, three years into it. We still didn't have a warehouse and people were still about 80 to 90% of our business was selling at the flea markets and we had started doing eBay and most of the buyers on eBay weren't actually from Japan. They were from Hong Kong at the time, oh. for us anyway. And, you know, high-end Jordans and high-end Hawaiian shirts. So once we got a warehouse and started doing the Rose Bowl regularly, the I would say the percentage of Japanese clients that just shopped there were probably 80 to 90% of our business. Still high. And I only had one person who would come to my house and shop out of my garage. That was my first client, in, mm. so to speak. But the rest of it was just whoever saw it got to buy it. I didn't hold things for anybody. And so over the years, it's changed in terms of the percentage in the vintage business of who is actually the client. You know, it's gone from where the Japanese were the predominant clients of ours. They would come to our warehouse. Like we'd have four or five in one day, the next day, another four or five. And just like, just basically like a subway station, you know, in LA, isn't that a whole bunch of trains coming in one at a time subway station? No yeah. bad analogy. Yeah. Well, you made a face, man. No, I was just like, <laughs> <laughs> anyway. and then things happened with their economy and the business slowly changed a little. It just became something here in the United States and more and more people and bigger companies were getting into vintage and reworks. And, and now I can honestly say our business with Japanese is maybe 10 to 20% of our yeah. business. And now the other stuff, the remakes, the domestic. Yep. And I think it's such a cool thing that, you know, so many people have joined and it's not even a bandwagon anymore. It's this, this way of life. Like, you know, not wasting and, and utilizing things that were made so much better. So our Japanese clients, how we work with them. Go ahead. I literally am putting hand lotion on right now. <laughs> Wait, I just, well, here's a good question. I think maybe someone's probably thinking or will yep. think during the episode while I rub this into my hands. All right, I did that prior. Have you been to Japan? No. I have booked my tell flight. Your, tell your story. I've booked my flight three times and was supposed to go. Uh, first time, uh, my dad got sick, couldn't go. Second time was the tsunami, the big one in Sendai. And the I'm, third not, time, I'm not laughing about that. It's, I know. It's a, it's a insight. It's a personal joke. You know what I'm laughing at. Oh, Shingo. Shingo, yeah. yeah. <laughs> tsunami! <laughs> No, no, that wasn't it. Oh. That wasn't it. All right. Yeah. Um, and the third time, there was another medical issue with a family member popped up, so I didn't go. Yeah. But uh, I'm excited to go one day. Obviously, I would love to see everybody and just see the culture, see the beautiful architecture, and just just be around it, you know? Mm-hmm. Okay. How about you? Would you yeah, ever like yeah, to go to Japan? It's like, okay, <laughs> this is part of the flow of conversation. <laughs> <laughs> you say, oh, Bridget. Oh, Bridget. Have you ever been to Japan? <laughs> I have not. No, I have only been to Europe and Mexico, I guess, in terms of um, 
well, Mexico, obviously part of North America and Europe, but I have never been to Asia. No. Gotcha. So I would love to. Yes, absolutely. What did you say? How did we get Japanese customers? Is that your question? No, I was going to start with the questions now from Instagram. Oh, okay. Well, I got that question. Okay, first one is, tell us about, well, it's not really, yeah, just more of a command than a question. Tell, a command? Tell us about mean? their personal style. Like how they dress themselves? Yeah. Okay, so most of them, when they come here, are dressed very unassuming. Casual. Very casual, yeah. where you wouldn't know they have, you know, a lot of money on them. They, they look more touristy. Lots of, uh, so in the summertime. A lot of black. A lot of black, a lot of like soft shorts, t-shirts, flip-flops. A lot of M65 pants, which are the cargo packs. pants. Lots of fanny packs. Yeah. Um, we because have, they've we learned have to keep their guy. passports on them. Yeah, we have one guy, though, who hasn't been here in ages. And, uh, oh my God, these fruit flies. He wears the biggest, like, drop crotch pants ever. You know who I'm talking about. No, I don't. The... Well, that's the M65. Yeah, but they're that's huge the, on him. That's it's very. Yeah, well, those are supposed to be worn with suspenders, actually. Okay, well, he so needs that's why. Suspenders. Yeah, <laughs> that's why that, that rise on that is almost like 16 inches. It's insane. But you know what? I will say that what Art is describing, I feel like, applies more to our long-term clients. We have a, f a handful of younger people who are dressing a little bit more, like, eclectic, I'd say. Yeah, I think it has also, like, the classic... Uh, vintage store mm -hmm. owner mm -hmm. like you know classic vintage meaning denim yeah. military t-shirts yeah. that is a very simple guy yeah right but like that one uh guy who always wants trip and oh, all God. the bugle boy and yeah. weird stuff he dresses right outlandish and, and a his lot hair, of the hair like a lot hair. of like m&m like bleach like frosted blonde hair yeah i used to have a client he used to come from uh he was from osaka and his crew were the, one of the funnest crews because he would come and all of them, every month or every other month, they were different color hair. Yeah. Green, uh, orange, yellow. I never knew. And me, it's funny, is me and him have the same birthday. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, hey, look at my birthdays. Right. We right. have two Japanese clients. So my birthday is July 30th, 1988. We have one client. She's newer. She's 10 years younger exactly than me and we have one long-term client he's exactly 10 years older than me like what are the chances of that so you have 78 88 and 98 yeah. july 30th crazy that is funny yeah but i mean in terms of their style i've never seen anyone come and look super dressed up no no the only time the only you know what we had a client and he, but the thing was he never stressed out because it wasn't his store. He was the number one person there. He was a employee of Hollywood Ranch Market, mm -hmm. which is like a higher end, more boutiquey. They would do like a designer, mm -hmm. like European designers mixed in with vintage and reworks. Yeah. So he would always come like would look very chic. He he would never like dress down. And we always took him out to dinner or took him out clubs, and he always. People loved him because he was just like, oh, my God, I love your style. I feel like for how much denim Japanese buy, I don't know if I've really seen many of them actually wearing it. No. Right? No, military. <laughs> They'll wear Baker pants and then the M65 cargos um, or shorts. Yeah. I I just can't say. I, yeah, you're you're right. Well, Even at the Rose one Bowl. One guy, he was here last week with his interpreter. He wears denim sometimes. 
Yeah. The guy we really like who's super respectful. Yeah. Okay. Do you feel like that? I feel like that answers that question. Uh, Occasionally you'll get the... The Rockabilly Japanese client. Oh, I don't and, know I've never seen that. And, oh, they're super cool. They would Aww. be at the Rose Bowl at really cool shows. And they would have, uh, like, the best Hawaiians with beautiful 40s and 50s gabardine pants. So, like that. Oh, shit. This was something we were supposed to prep. But I think we can do it, like, on air. <laughs> but cookies? Uh, no, where, where some of their locations are. That's, that's, we can start from up top. You're like, better at the geography yeah, so than me. Hokkaido, Japan, which is in the north. You've got, then you work your way down. You got Sendai. We have quite a few clients there. We have Tokyo. We have uh, Osaka. definitely a lot in Osaka. Osaka yeah. Uh, Fukuoka, Fukuoka, Shiba, Shiba, Chiba, Chiba, yeah, two different S H I, and then Hiroshima, and then Chiba, Hiroshima, uh, yeah, Kobe. Um, hmm. try to think, Kobe, oh uh, yeah, Kobe, and there's, <laughs> I think I'm, I'm missing one. Yeah, yeah. well, that's okay. That was yeah. pretty good. But so it's, it's pretty much you all want, around the country. I pause think pause and then go back, rewind if you want to bring up the map on your phone and, and see. <coughs> but where it's pretty much about. everywhere in Japan. But I think there's like a, just like here, you know, we have a, like, oh, I don't want to say bullseye, but more like a, like, what do you call it? A cluster. Yeah. Around Osaka, Tokyo. Yeah, I mean, we and it's like we used to, it was so funny. Me and my brother were just oblivious. Like, we would sell, like, we would get, like, like for example, when we got that, the all the Pakistani dead stock rock and roll t-shirts yeah. back in, I don't know, what was it, 2001, 2002? It was insane, right? And that was, like, the hottest time to find them. We found them in Chicago. It was almost three or 4,000 pieces. I don't remember. Amazing, mm-hmm. right? So we're thinking, hey, man, we got to be cool and not sell it to other people who are in Tokyo or just a few guys in Osaka. Not knowing, like, you could have a, and there's hundreds of shops in these cities, and they do just fine because they have their own client base. They're not really competing in a sense because some of our just, clients have multiple stores. Yeah. They're, they have in the same so, city. In the same city. So it's like we, that was a learning thing. Like, look, you can, a hundred units of one thing can be gone in two days over there yeah because i mean tokyo is what 32 33 yeah. million yeah, I think so you just you forget how many people are in just one city alone yeah and like and, the per capita population compared right. to here and then the, yeah exactly and then you know how dense it is mm-hmm. and then there's like literally sometimes they'll have a store two blocks over or three doors down another store yeah and they're 100 friends with each other they you know because they have their own clients that they've cater to you know then why for so long were so many of the japanese coming here so paranoid they're paranoid because of like once like the Although magazines i will say it has lightened up it has lot, lined up because of it, it's kind of like since there wasn't really a driving force of what trends to go after yeah there were very few right Right. And there, because then instead of the magazines dictating what to buy, it became what uh, an influencer, whether they were mm. a singer, an actor, was wearing. So then all of a sudden, these the French khaki. Remember when everybody was wanted those French pants? Yes, I do. Okay, and yeah. then became the Swedish pants. Oh, yeah. this this actor wore these, so everybody wanted those ones with the leather at the bottom. 
So it's more paranoia over one Limited particular resource. item. Correct. Yeah. It, yeah. The hot item. A hot item. And then the other thing is more when the denim, like the high-end denim, starts disappearing and it's being absorbed now by Americans. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So those collectors are stepping up and paying which even more than Japanese. They're having a hard time understanding. Which they can't. grasping. Yeah. Right. Just how and, things have changed here yeah, in general. I mean, like they can't understand that we have clients here locally that pay more for made in USA 501s and they can pay. Right. And I tried, I said, it's just in demand. And, and you know what? That can pivot just like it has before. So you just, you can't just like rely on it to always like, Oh, the U S market's going to be strong. No, you just gotta just roll with it. Yeah. You know? Okay. I think that's a, a great response. Oh, I think this one is more geared toward me. Uh, and this is from Tiff. <laughs> what is your favorite snack? Yeah, what are your favorite <laughs> snacks? <laughs> That's a hard one. I gave a one. hint. I used the potato emoji. So uh, our Japanese clients are very nice, and they always bring us little presents when they come. And uh, some will bring, a lot of them bring liquor for art, like uh, whiskey, sake. But uh, I love snacks, and I love they're savory snacks. Potato so, chipo. Potato chipo. I love potato chipo. Uh, there is a chip called wasabi beef. So like wasabi, but wasabi beef with like a cow on the bag. Those are incredible. It's like wasabi flavored horseradish, you know, potato chips. And then uh, Kalbi brand, C-A-L-B-E-E pizza chips. Oh, those They're are like a ridge pizza chips. Yeah, I'll... I love them both, but I do like the wasabi beef better. And then just those little, um, with the peanuts and the little The beer crackers. snack mix. Yeah, yeah, just like, I call it savory snacks. Uh, we have one client who would just bring those consistently for years. Well, because my dad loved them and he would bring them for my dad yeah. down in no, LA. Uh, I prefer that. We've had some freaking weird ones though. Let's yeah. talk about, okay, there was one that brought, like it was like a jello or a pudding, weird. The banana one. Then the banana. Okay, the banana. So that was the banana came from Hiroshima. A very tall, one of the tallest Japanese guys I've ever met, and he's super sweet. He loves his cats, which I hey. I'm I love cats. Yeah, that's yeah. what he would say. I love cats. He's the he's a Japanese turtle boy. He loves the dogs. You know that when the dogs are alive. You no, know, I like turtles. Oh yeah, I like turtles. I yeah. like cats. <laughs> I like cats. Uh, he brought a snack once. So, okay, imagine like kind of, think of like a sponge <laughs> cake, like a Twinkie, kind of like sponge cake. But it's shaped like a banana and it has like a custard inside. So it doesn't really work because the the sponge cake doesn't hold the custard well. So it looks kind of like a flaccid dick. So it's like kind of floppy. And I remember he oh, was like, the ladies, La like. ladies, ladies like. like. And I'm like, like not this lady. Nah. <laughs> you your, got the wrong lady. Don't want your floppy banana. <laughs> you are so bad. Um, and I, banana, so I'm weird about banana flavoring also. There are certain things that I just, I'm like, I don't like this uh, fruit flavoring. I don't like typically banana flavoring, sometimes orange flavoring. I prefer that natural flavor. So that was a weird one. Uh, we just, I'm trying to think what we have here right now. Remember the bean? What? Oh, red bean. Red bean. I don't like red bean stuff. I can't. Well, see, I like it at Bakery Delights, but I don't, I didn't like that snack. Oh, with, oh the Chinese bakery. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I can't get into it. It's like a little, 
I, I don't know. With coffee, it was good. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure, and I don't drink coffee. You but know, everybody used to bring me is these famous white chocolate because they once I said it's this, oh, they're God. so sweet. Once I you say you that. like it, Christ. you're you're gonna get it forever. Hey, Art likes white. He's such a weirdo. He likes white chocolate. <laughs> well, that was like the big thing in Lebanon. It's not was, even, I loved it's not white real. chocolate. Okay, well, yeah, they don't bring it anymore. So let's see. Oh, uh, um, shit. Oh, what was I gonna say? They, Shingo used to bring me. For my kids, he would bring me kadamas, oh, those yeah. little toys. Yeah, the crackers. No, I was just thinking of one no, no, other no. Thing. It was a thing where yeah. you flipped it. Oh, it's not ball. like the noisemaker. No, no, no. no. I wouldn't want that. <laughs> no, it was like a little. Oh, scoop, you, ice ca- cream you scoop catch? Yeah, you try to catch it. Oh God, there was one other uh, thing I was thinking of. They're really oh, for me. It's your, chips. What do you call? Brought you the uh, oh, washi tape, washi tape pens. pens. Oh, that was an upgrade. I got okay. Let's. I just, got was I, an upgrade. Actually, no. This is part of another question that I wanted to tie in, but I'll, I'll get to what he did to me last time he was oh. here. That's another question. Um, but yeah, washi tape and pens and stickers. I love Japanese stationery. Uh, matcha, when I was, you know, I was sourcing matcha. Oh, that's right. One time you had everyone, you said, if you're coming, bring matcha. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, one guy brought me a bottle of Comme des Garçons. Oh, that's right. But I think that was more because you asked him to bring it for me. No. Uh, which uh, if you're looking this perfume it's one of my favorite perfumes it's Comme des Garçons and it's called Avignon it's part of their incense series I believe it's incense number six it's the red number I smelled it for the first time when I was shopping in Brooklyn with my old uh, boss at Urban Outfitters and I couldn't afford it but she saw me and knew like she saw me looking at knew how much I loved it so she snuck sneaky she got me a bottle for christmas and i just remember being like oh, this is like a hundred dollar bottle of perfume you know yeah and then you got me a, another uh company garçon for christmas one year so yeah i'm a nice yeah, guy but like for a japanese person that you know to bring me that that was very nice yeah so, very thoughtful yeah they're very very thoughtful people very kind yeah i think that answers that question um so oh your favorite being would you say what the pens, you? the snacks, or something personal like perfume? <sighs> You've also had someone bring you a poster. Oh, yeah. yeah. I have a really beautiful vintage Levi's ABCs hanging on my yeah. wall in my house. That's um, true. And someone brought you a shirt. Which, which I can't remember which shirt. Hmm. It was well, like a special. Oh yeah, like it had a cute alien about. on it or something. And yeah. It, oh, you mentioned it that you liked uh, that Dune guy. What's his name? I don't know. I have more questions though. But you're asking me what I like best. I it's all great. All of them. Yeah, yeah. it's all great. It's all appreciated. Yeah. yeah. Okay. What Go about ahead. you? Do you like the whiskey, the cheetah? Yes. So yes, people it's, recognize it's, the whiskey because I always post when whenever we get gifts, I post it on Instagram and say arigato, and yeah. uh, someone recognized the whiskey and said that yeah, they Suntory, had had it. Suntory, Suntory, and then it's the cheetah is really yeah. good. I'm excited. He brought me a bottle of the single malt. Oh, nice. So I'm excited. I'm not a big whiskey guy. Yeah. You know, but the flavor is unbelievable. Remember, we did a small little shot and you're like wow yeah, yeah i mean i'm not really so i'm like a gin i love gin i don't really like whiskey bourbon i mean i don't mind it 
it's just not my thing. I've always yeah. been like vodka and gin for the most part. So. I like turtles. I like turtles. Next question. Do you notice any major differences in the preferences of Japanese clients versus American ones? In terms of what they buy? Yes. Or preferences of I believe in terms amounts of they, and in what they buy. Okay. Um I mean in general, in I general, guess if anything sticks out. It, you know, it, it changes it obviously it varies by season and uh, one thing I've I've always been mindful of is they do not have space over there. Right. You know, there is their stores storage. are incredibly small. Yeah. Storage is incredibly expensive. Only the guys that are doing like three or four stores really are smart and can afford storage. So they try to buy, try to get the most bang for their buck. They don't want big bulky things. I don't know if you've noticed that. They don't buy too many big puffy. Parkas. Which parkas? Some of the parkas, like the snorkel parkas. No, I'm like a like bulk wise because oh. it takes up so much space in the store. Yeah. Um, and they don't go crazy buying 20 or 30 of one thing. They try to keep it to like fives and tens. Yeah. You know, unless they have the, the storage or capabilities for it. And they stay very narrow, you know, for the most part. They don't, it takes a, now the young we people. have, we have some credibility with some of them. Like in the old days, it was so annoying. I can't even tell you to get somebody to try. Hey man, look at this beautiful. Ah, but it's not. Why do you think that is now that you have more credibility? Well, because everything I've recommended has yeah. sold us. I always tell them like, man, even just take color. a few pieces. I remember when I first started? Oh, oh my God. Was, remember how I did that had? first batch of linen shop coats. Oh my God. It was like, mm, no, you know, yeah, navy. Those beautiful navy, colors. Was it? They only wanted navy, wheat, and black, black. That's white. it. White. So now it's like they're, they're they've expanded their color. They yeah. they've expanded the items they'll try before. You couldn't get them to buy anything that was remade. Right. So, and with our U.S. clients, I think they are more. They don't venture out of their comfort zone either. They stick oh, a to lot what, of them haven't. I mean, like it's yeah. core classics, really. Yeah, core, core Americana. Classics, you know, they they are very narrow. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's kind of flipped. Yeah. Like the, the Japanese are trying anything right now because I think because their economy is struggling. So they kind of want to be a little bit more unique than the shop next door. So those like, I mean, remember, Mr. I don't know what yeah. to buy. Can you please recommend? <laughs> yeah. He's every time. What can you recommend? I need some good it's, item. That's exactly how he sounds. We're mm. not being mean. It's exactly. You do a very good job impersonation mm. yes i don't know i don't know but he's been more confident and the last time he bought a lot oh, of stuff i've hung my up new haircut you say it's good <laughs> he bought a lot of my stuff last uh, time i know yeah he's been a little bit more confident more yeah. chatty too yeah you know so i like i obviously i'm you know i love helping and my favorite you know like that satisfaction is when they say Oh, Artsan, thank you so much. It sells so fast. You know, I'll get a line message. Please save, keep, or ship, you know. Should like, about more. Yeah, they want more, mm -hmm. you know. I just literally did that this morning. Well, the next question, and I guess you could probably tie it into, is it's just what they buy in general. And Can I? Hmm? Am I going to have time later to add something? 
to that point. No. No. <coughs> a new point. Um, I'll let you go with your question. Go ahead. Just what they buy in general. Like if you could pick, let's say, maybe five to ten categories. Uh, so American military, mm-hmm. European military, mm-hmm. and they're our classic core of denim, sweatshirts, and outerwear. Yeah, outerwear is a big yeah. one. And then, so that's like the winter base, right? Mm-hmm. And then in the, once it gets into spring and summer, it's all types of fabrics of shorts, T-shirts, and light nylon jackets. Yeah. And and they love, they still like polo. Polo never seems to go out. They, they like that. Tommy is very, very trendy there. You know, there'll be times where it's in, but what was the, oh, Right now, they've been asking for a lot of classic LL Bean, Eddie Bauer. Um, yeah, the those one, the those just one. cycle through there quicker. Yeah, but older stuff. They want that '80s, '90s yeah. vibe. Yeah. LL J Crew. Yeah. Yeah, guys. and their winters can get pretty bitterly cold. Oh yeah. And their summers are humid. Very humid. You know, it's an island, so you're surrounded by moisture. <laughs> Good observation. Thank you. Uh, did you want to add that point before I do another question? Yeah. How did you get your Japanese clients? That's one of the questions coming up. It is? Yeah. Oh, man. Do you want to do it now? No. Go um, ahead. Yes. Okay. Go ahead. Ask me. Uh, well, yes? Yes. How did they find you guys? Well, the all the ones that I have decided to keep, and I know that sounds bad, but that's pretty much, I've gotten to the point i blessed enough to I only want to work with good people and not necessarily big you know not has nothing to do with how much they spend or just honest good people so we met them at the Rose Bowl met them at the Rhodium flea market and based on how they bought and how they interacted I didn't appreciate being haggled when I was giving a fair price I I enjoyed the the friendships and some people were genuinely have become friends. You know, I've known for over 20-something years. So, I don't know what you're doing, man. <laughs> it's just what? like you know we're at 30 minutes. What does that even mean to me? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. <sighs> this girl, I swear. <laughs> 30 minutes <of> time. <laughs> 30 minutes. <laughs> you know? Okay, sorry. <laughs> you know, here, here. Here's your little... Yeah, that's what you need to play with instead of putting three fingers in the air like I know what it means. Like, hey, say ho, yo. I thought we'd do naughty by nature, what you were doing, you're waving around. Oh, yo, hey. You read this way, three zero. Not me. No. I grew up reading the yeah, other way, right to left. Yeah, I know right you did. Left. I know. You, Becker, like I, yeah, now yeah. art. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so we met them at the flea markets. And, you know, you invite them. Do you have a warehouse? You have warehouse? Yes, I have warehouse. And the other people would say, you have warehouse? Ah, oh, no, man, I ain't got no warehouse. So get what you get here. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> you are too much. Okay. Anyway, so you kind of pick and choose. You want people who don't waste your time, and you don't want the people who are buying the same exact thing. So that's how I did it. And, you know, and obviously it's worked for them because – I'm one of their first stops before they do anything else because they know they're going to get great stuff, fair prices, and I help them with shipping. I do whatever I can 
to make them succeed. They have to succeed in order for me to succeed or feel good. And that's what I want. And then the ones that, you know, play games, they don't come back. They ask for appointments. Sorry. Yeah. No. Go see brother. We've had to give some of the boot. (laughs) You can go play with the Rafi. I don't think any of them have found us through social media. No. No. Not as prevalent as it is with our American clients. Yep. So... They follow us on social media, which has also been a newer thing. Like a lot more of them are starting to follow us on social media. Yeah, I don't do that. I don't have that. I have no media. I don't have no media. Oh, that was a funny conversation. I barely have phone. Um, They seem to be ahead of our U.S. trends. Dot, dot, dot. Thoughts? I actually think currently they are, our vintage people are behind I personally think our Japanese clients are behind. Now, that's not to say that Japan as a whole is behind. I just think that people who are in this, you know, business are. I think New York is way ahead of Japan, personally. Mm -hmm. Um, I think then sometimes you'll get something coming out of Europe. Uh, Obviously, London is way ahead. I think New York, London are the epicenter. You know, I honestly don't know enough about Paris to say yes or no, but I think that's a different kind of thing. But London vintage fashion is amazing, you know? Yeah, not so, I mean, not so much in in Paris. Yeah. That's more your upcoming trends, your current runway, your haute couture. Yeah. Yeah. So, but, you know, surprisingly, uh, what we're doing here is setting the tone in Japan because... Uh, the reworks that are coming out of here are phenomenal. And then the material that they're getting to do the reworks in Japan are coming from here. So I think we are dictating the market and that's great. That's, I love that interchange yeah. of ideas and, and silhouettes and all that good stuff. Okay. Yep. You feel like that's a, you're solid. You're good. I was just going to do my little spiel before spiel I away. answer the other one or two questions left. Okay. If you're looking to reach us, you can find us at admin, A-D-M-I-N, at mybestvintagelifepodcast.com, or you can text us. I now have a new business texting number, so this is for orders, appointments, whatever you want it to be. It's area code 833-352-1058. That's 833-352-1058, and uh, I'm running that through an app, so that's a great way to get out and about to reach out to me. Um, If you haven't rated or reviewed the podcast, you can do so on the Apple Podcast app or Pod um, Chaser. That's open to Android and iPhone in case you don't have the Apple Podcast app. And you can find us on social media at My Best Vintage Life Podcast. That would be on TikTok and on Instagram tend to be more active on Instagram uh, so you can find us there and it, like I said if you haven't rated or reviewed the podcast it would be great you know we took like a long hiatus and didn't, weren't really getting any ratings or reviews because I think it was just mostly you know not new people because there's an algorithm and it's like if you're not doing episodes they're not gonna recommend you to people so it takes about I don't know less than a minute to just write a one sentence review if you have a chance love it Hot love it when it need it, whatever you want to say. Or if you want to just give us a few stars, that helps as well. I think we're at a 4.7, so somebody gave us a few negative stars. Whatever. Uh, let's see, I gave you the email, gave you the text, gave you the socials, gave you the ratings and reviews. 
I think that's uh, pretty much it for my normal spiel. Oh, if you want to read my blog, you can do so on Substack. That's the girl in the awkward outfit. And uh, thank you. You're welcome. For your list. No, I was thinking that about oh. you. <laughs> this is one for me, really. Should and I I'll, read it to you then? Uh, no, I'm going to read what I responded in the stories. Uh, how women can work better with male Japanese buyers. It seems male dominated. And I wrote back. We have two female clients who come um, that have their own stores. They always come with their husband or significant other who also owns stores. One other male client brings his wife. I personally have experienced a change in respect over time and would love to talk about it. After seven years, I had a positive breakthrough with a longtime client last week. <laughs> breakthrough? What are yeah. you, a therapist? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, when I first started working here, I feel like a lot of the male Japanese clients that came here barely. They didn't acknowledge you. They don't they, even. No. They just like, like almost like you're clothing on a rack, just looking past you. Yeah. Yeah. It was very bizarre. Um, I, as a woman, I don't do well with that. I don't do well with machismo, for the lack of a better term. I just, it's not my thing. Um, you, you, I th I'm a very powerful, strong-minded woman, and I don't like to no. be fucked with. So. <laughs> well, it's not even that, because it's a cultural thing, too. Yeah, you don't know. I know. That's. That's the thing. That's Which, I always give people the benefit of the right, doubt. And I had to learn Not that a single over one of them was rude to you, really. No, no but like, let's rewind. Yeah. So yeah. like, I, I, I didn't know enough. Exactly. I didn't have enough experience with Japanese people in my life prior to coming here to understand, you know, now do I think that's how it should be in cultures? No, I think women should, you know, have many more opportunities and equality. And I mean, we don't want to talk about Japan. Let's talk about some other fucking crazy places, but I'm just saying, I don't not I don't think it's right, but um, I understand that that is part of their culture. But the positive thing that I have been able to do is really earn the respect of these people by, you know, showing them how hard I work, showing exactly. them how dedicated I am to my job here, showing them my taste level, showing them that I understand what they're buying, I know what they like. I don't know if you have any other things that you could say, but I now. I, in the last two weeks, I got bowed to by two older Japanese men, one who I never thought I could even get a smile out of. He smiled and bowed to me. So I don't I don't feel like that's a common thing for a Absolutely woman not. to be bowed to. No. So. I hope you bowed back. I, di I did. Shit bow or Shit. good bow? <laughs> if you haven't, if you watch Curb, if you haven't watched Curb Your Enthusiasm, go to YouTube and just type in... Uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm, shit bow. It's a great, great scene from the show. You know, Larry David's always looking for trouble with himself, and uh, the shit bow was a funny one. So, yeah, no, I got a bow, and I, you know, it's not really about the bow. It's about the fact that, okay, um, this was a tough nut to crack, and it seems like, you know. Yeah, just with anything, you know, sometimes. Yeah. Uh, and Or like, oh, Bridget Son. That's another one. Yeah. Bridget Son. Which I think is probably, that's like a respect <laughs> thing, right? No, it's an older. Older? Oh. Atsan. Like you're older than me, but it's a sign of respect. Okay. Well, I'll take it. If I say, say coon, then that means you're younger. Coon? Coon. Oh, God. Okay. Yeah. Well. So if they're like, like someone who's younger than you, like I would say Akira Kun. Oh, okay. But I don't. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like, hey, little boy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so what would I recommend in terms of working with men? It's tough to say you, if you, because okay. I'm in a Let unique you, position. I'll, I'll give you some advice. Well, I'm just saying I'm in a u- unique position because I see these people cyclically um, over time, you know, whether it be every so many months, every so, so many times I'll a year. I'll tell you what they don't like. They yeah, don't like me. loud yeah. women. They don't like obnoxious. bossy women. They don't like obnoxious. Uh, confident can be radiated without being like pretentious or overbearing. Yeah. Uh, they don't like, like, what is silly, silliness? Because they, they are very like, you know, stoic and, mm-hmm. and serious culture. And then there's a time and place like, you know, when you're working or then when you see the silliness when we go to dinner. Yeah. It, it shifts. It's a huge yeah. dramatic shift. Um, so I think if you want to approach Japanese clients, just do it in a respectful way. Like, I mean, um, in an educated way, don't be belittling. Cause a lot of times what you perceive as rudeness is actually maybe a just lack and fear of speaking English. Yeah. You know, the language if, barrier. I mean, yeah. The language barrier. And then, so that sometimes could seem like, man, what a rude guy. Well, it's not really rude. It's just, he's shy. Yeah. You know, and, and don't and take keep, things and personal. Keeping in mind, like I said before, a lot of our Japanese clients are having a really hard time understanding how much the vintage world has changed here. Because yeah, they're not used to so much competition. States, right. And the fact that like so many women are doing it is probably bizarre to them because they don't see it at home. No. Like I just told you how many female clients we have. So just keep that in mind. Um, but, you know, be respectful, be polite. If you can, are you able to engage them in conversation, engage them in conversation. And you know what? Some people just aren't nice. Just like every, you know, race, culture, ethnicity has people that just aren't nice and they don't want to talk. And maybe some, some of the people you're encountering just, that's just just weed them out. Just weed them out. Yeah. Trust me. I've dealt with some But don't, don't you dare change who you are, you know, or feel less than or less confident because oh you're a woman dealing with men you know absolutely not you know like art said don't don't be obnoxious or don't be rude or whatever just just be yourself i have a feeling i mean i hope at this point in time this podcast we've been doing this for five years uh every and the people listening to this show aren't a bunch of assholes you know yeah no so um that would be my advice i just i was just great advice uh, I, I was just shook by the fact that this one particular guy, I mean, you know, to get a smile and a bow was, was shocking. Do you remember the bow you got outside that you kept watching on oh, the camera? Oh, my God. Because was so excited. Because he bowed and walked backwards down the ramp. Yeah, that was a long That's bow. like some royal shit. That's like, you don't turn <laughs> your back on the queen, man. I was like, <laughs> holy shit. I think I saved that video to my I know you phone did. from our ring cameras. I was impressed. I was very impressed. I felt very special. It's sometimes it's it's nice to feel that way. A little a little respect. Uh, and then one other person just commented on uh, the what they buy question, and they just said that uh, that was going to be my question. They've been such prominent vintage buyers for decades. Are they still buying Americana? Which we already answered. Yes. I love vintage shopping in Japan. So very well curated. So this person has been to Japan. And that uh, that ends my my questions for the episode. So, 
So, right, one thing you need to be uh, mindful of, and I try to be with when it comes to working with anybody who's, you know, when you're working with any country, whether it's Japan, Australia, Mexico, Canada, exchange rates. Yeah. You know, Europe, the Euro, England. Especially right now. So be mindful. And because if you have a long time client, they really appreciate it when you kind of like, let's say you had a normal thing that was a $10 item and the rates aren't so good. If you just drop it down two bucks, eight, it goes a long ways because once the rates get back to where they should be and we're not killing everybody with our dollar, they'll spend more. I mean, there's so much stuff I'm holding back in terms of like high-end denim because it's just not the right time to sell it because yeah. it's not going bad. It's not going bad. It's not a, not a right. stock of broccoli. Yeah. Because if, if you think about what, how much it's like 30 to 40% right now. Yeah. So I'd rather keep it and wait for that yen to come back down and then sell it and get more, you know? Yeah. So be mindful. It, it, it goes a long way when you know it, they're impressed and they, they see you as a legit business person as opposed to someone who's hawking their goods. Oh, and you know, one thing you can do if you really want, I mean, any language really, but I feel like the Japanese really appreciate it is learn some language skills, you know, learn some vocabulary numbers. So if you're selling and they come into your store, you can tell them how much it costs. Oh yeah. Numbers. I love I numbers. Mean, and art does fun. that with them uh, mm-hmm. or like a greeting. Thank you. You're welcome. You'd be surprised at how far that goes. Yeah. Like I said, in any language, in so. any language. Yeah. That's uh, something that you could try. And they're so, I mean, God, as a, someone who is a foreign language major in college, you know, now I'm just blown away at the resources available to people who want to learn a foreign language. So I would, you know, give that a shot if you really want to impress and, and be respectful. Yeah. Anything else, Art? Uh, oh, she's doing it again. <laughs> <laughs> Four, five. Six, seven, eight, Patty. I think it's a good if it's a good place to stop. Yeah, yeah. Nothing else to add. There's always stuff to add, but we don't run on stuff. We go for the next episode. Yeah, I think we're gonna have a. If I can remember how to do it, we'll have a friend on our next episode that Art has invited on. So we'll see. I just have to find my my guide on how to add in an extra channel to this soundboard. Guys, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm actually, I, today when I was setting this up, I'm like, I'm pretty proud of what I taught myself how to do on the podcast because this, this is not my cup do. of tea. You love teaching yourself stuff. I try. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, if you have nothing to add. Uh, that, that sounds so negative. Oh, I'm sorry. How about like, I think that's really good. I think that's really good. <laughs> you end it positive. How about this? I'm hungry, so let's oh. go home. <laughs> Got sounds some leftover good. pho waiting for me. Oh, lucky you. Yeah. All right. Well, in the meantime, my friends, stay safe, stay sane, stay healthy. Yeah. Be kind. And don't be basic. basic. Bye. Bye. Bitches.